Yeah, I was uh, I, my my background. If you if you can't see it right now on audio, it is one single Omicron uh, variant. It's one. It's it's one of those. Um, so they, they say, say it's, they say it's very contagious, um, like a lot more contagious. It's mild, but it's more contagious. Therefore, it's bad. Um, apparently, is the is the news. Uh, the thing is, is if I just saw one of these in the street, I'd probably just go the other way. I I don't see what everyone's issue is with it. I would just, I would, if I saw a big thing with spike protein shooting off it, like almost like Mario, I, I feel like it'd be chained. <laughs> like the thing in Mario that li- lashes out at you, the big bowling ball chomper thing. It's yeah. very, very similar to that. Um, uh, yeah. It's, <laughs> anyways, Omicron variant thoughts guys. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. I like it. I mean, I think it's very welcoming, you know, it's yeah. very aesthetic. I mm-hmm. think I'm, I'm ready to embrace it. I, I think so too. Honestly. Yeah, it's, I love uh, that. It is funny they picked the gnarliest sounding name for the weakest. That's <laughs> the best. It's like so. Here, here's how psyoped I am right now. What yeah. I think it's stronger. Stronger. They're, they're, it's being marketed as mild. I'm like, I feel like this is the one where it was like, oh, oh shit, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the this is the one that like since we synthetically tried to get our way out of a pandemic, this is like the. I'm not. I'm not. I'm half joking when I say this, but like they're coming out as mild, so therefore my brain is so zig when they zag yeah 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 that i i have to be like well this this one's got to be the worst one you got mild carditis i have my i have mild carditis (laughs) yeah that's very true yeah exactly and then you go up to medium carditis and then ghost pepper carditis it's yeah it's like a the salsa bar taco bell those little packets (laughs) yeah yeah mild to the six we be in the mix with that rare candy paint job on the whip i need food for the kids money for the rent fuck a lockdown baby i can't do that shit and i don't never vote cause i'm fucking broke and either way i know the police ain't gonna leave me alone on a plane by the visit glenn rock me crypto told me i should bring the glock with me so i packed up my piece and i'm sliding cause we might get caught up in a riot middle finger trump middle finger biden fuck a left fuck a right is you riding With that rare candy paint job on a whip, who you with? So our guest today is uh, is my fitness feelings. Um, I, I I guess that's what we call you, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. I, I know I don't really I'm not like super into the anon thing, but um, no, you cool. honestly call me whatever you want. You know, honestly. okay. We'll see by the end of this episode. Maybe we'll come up with a name for you. But um, yeah, 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 exactly. So uh, the reason you're here and I, I I don't know if I followed you before this or something, but I saw this thread going around that you had. Um, I saw I saw Anna Kachian retweet it, which I was like, whoa, man, like that, like that got on the timeline and uh, you have a thread and I, there's there's a lot that goes on to this, um, but it says it's a thread exploring the myth of COVID. Could you expand on the myth of COVID? Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, when people hear myth, right, they sort of just think it means like fake or like a story or something mm-hmm. if that yeah. that makes sense, mm-hmm. which um, I mean, I enjoy that it is a little provocative, but what it really, what I'm referring to there is uh, myth as in, in terms of how it's understood by this French um, anthropologist, Rene Girard, who basically for him, myth is kind of the foundation of any community, but it's also a kind of unconscious collective phenomena that, uh, as I said, essentially emerges to disguise what is essentially just persecution. Mm -hmm. Emerges just to disguise persecution. 
Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Or interesting. Yeah. And because and because you've also said another another thing I like what you said and and our, our friend of the show uh, uh, Slothrop has also um, touched on this a lot is that like most people just see like COVID measures as like wrong or bad but then it's people don't really see them as like the full on like anti human aspect of it and human yeah. rights violation like they they can't really bring like it where almost any measure you take against this virus at this point is a human rights violation. And, and you could have gone back all the way to March, 2020, even though some of us may have been, you know, almost on board with some of that stuff. I, I'm not sure where you were, but, but as far as like the anti-human aspect, that really, uh, that really speaks to me because that we haven't really, we've talked about it a little bit. We get into like the psychology of COVID, but like I am seeing uh, a lot of violated humans right now. Like well, that I talk to they're, like some of the people I talk to, like for Christmas Eve, I'm going to have to take a COVID test to go to have yeah. Christmas Eve with my family. Same. Like, Same like, I, like they want me. I don't know if they asked everybody else. I feel like they didn't, you know, and, <laughs> yes. and as the yeah, vaccinated person. And uh, I have a feeling that they didn't ask everybody else. But as far as, yeah, the, the human rights stuff, uh, just just expand on that a little bit, too. Well, the ex- your example of I, I, you're not alone. I mean, I fortunately, my family is pretty over it, but I know a lot of people here who are dealing with the same type of thing over the holidays. And I, that's actually a, a great example of, I think, what I mean by myth, right? Because your family undoubtedly genuinely thinks that you taking a test is some kind of justified, probably even necessitated measure that like this uh-huh. biological event means that this is something you need to do. And what I, I would describe the, the test, I would describe as kind of a purity ritual, if that makes sense, which is yeah. something that is really very common in ancient and archaic like human societies. A masking, I would say, is another one. Yeah. But like you're absolutely right that it's not just, you know, wearing a mask for 10 seconds when you walk into like Chili's or, or whatever, you know, they're forcing people <laughs> to get, I mean, I was, as I, I mentioned this on my Twitter, but I was at a funeral. My, my grandmother died recently and a, a family friends. Thank, thank you so much. But you know, she was, she lived a great life. Right. And a, a family friend's son. Um, I mean, he was killed because he was pressured to get one of these vaccines. Like literally the, the, the vaccine killed him. He was 25. Uh, 20 you know? And it's like, that really sucks, man. And, at least he didn't and, die of COVID. Uh, Sorry. I had to say yeah, it. Yeah. Like, right. No, I mean, that, yes. Weird. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's like, you know, he was pressured to get that for his job or whatever. And the truth is, if I like blackmailed you and said, I'm going to get you fired unless you take this injection, which has some percentage of chance of killing you. And then you died like as a <laughs> private citizen, like that would be a crime. Like that, yeah. that would be elite. It's illegal. Yeah. 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 Because you get in, you get into these uh the real weeds of the COVID discourse. And you see a lot of people going like, well, yeah, this is uh, this is like the wrong measure to take. This is the uh, um, what I would do is I would make it this, this, and this, and this, this, and this. And I'm like, dude, you don't realize like what we've, I, I can't even say we've turned, we've set society back. I think we accidentally hit fast forward too hard with this stuff uh-huh. like where, where like maybe this was humanity where it was headed in this crazy industrialized world that we have now. Maybe that was where humanity was going to be in like, 2200 you know what i mean like just like <laughs> yeah maybe that's where it was going to be maybe we were going to just be like metaverse out um you know doing <laughs> doing all that but like right now like it happened overnight damn near and now that i'm talking to some people and like I, i've chilled with my fan when i said i have to take a um a test to go to christmas eve it's at another family member's house for a large family gathering my parents mm. don't 
don't require that. My, like, yeah, I got I the see, same kind of. Situation. I see my parents regularly. Yeah. Like it's it's no that I mean they don't like that I'm not vaccinated, but they've I mean I'm their only son. What are they gonna do? You know. Okay, here's a, sorry, just a specific detail. I was like, is it gonna be a the blood prick test, which I did before, and I think they're all bullshit. They, they are, yeah. you know. And they're like, no, it's like the the swab. It's the swab one. I'm like, okay, so that'll take a long time. And they're like, no, it's instant. And I'm like. Wait, no. how come some people make me fucking wait? Yeah, so is Folgers. People... Yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, why did I have to wait three days? So it's just, it's all confusing and it's all bullshit. And just the layers of of myths, like you say, that this whole thing is built on. The the primary one being that we can somehow manage the course of a respiratory virus on Rogue, on 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 humanity, is kind of a big one, I feel. Yeah. that ruins that that ruins everything that ruins every measure that you do when you when you because nobody can come to that point nobody actually gets to that point a lot i mean there's a few people and i very much value those people um they're very good some have been on this show some some are just saying really good things out there uh but there's a lot of people who are just like well you know like there's things we could do but uh, i mean the payoff to it the economy and uh you know all that kind of stuff i mean no it, it wouldn't you you're right it would ruin the economy and we would still have covid like, you know, yeah. all, all these things and nobody wants to admit I was in the I, I got I get added to a lot of like sports chats um, on, on Twitter. And like there's a huge NFL COVID t- uh, cases right now are going insane. Um, like there's mm. I think the Rams have 35 players in prone uh, COVID protocol when you have a 53 man roster, uh, which, you know, almost all I don't even know what they're going to do. They might forfeit games this weekend. It's, it's crazy. But guess what? None of the players are actually sick. Um, that that's, that's the uh, caveat. Like these players are doing like Instagram live streams and you would not be able to tell. Um, so yeah. I don't know if the PCR machine got cranked up to, you know, level, whatever, however many, I don't even know how that thing works. I think it's devised by, uh, I think Carrie Mulis was possessed when he made it, but possessed by, <laughs> by an entity that I wouldn't even want to see, but, uh, wait, hold, wait, as an aside though, you guys know the raccoon, the raccoon thing, right? Say that again. I, I remember he, somebody, didn't somebody, didn't somebody say claimed- that? You know, there's always that the fame. There's always that like trope of the scientists having some mystical experience coming to their conclusion, which I think is like a real experience that people sure. have. You know, like the, I think the benzene ring was discovered through a dream and like all this shit. And so he claimed, he won the Nobel Prize, and he says he got his revelation uh, tripping on acid brought to him, handed on a silver platter by a raccoon in like the forest or something, basically. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Imagine that's so how yeah that's that's pretty bad the, the raccoon's got a mask on there's gonna be a virus carry <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be a virus carry set your yeah 45 cycles near the cycles carry right the raccoon he's yeah. six feet away from you carry but i'll tell you yeah 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 what a, what a horror i know man that's but anyways yeah like it's this is just we're, we're dealing with Pete. We're dealing with a society. I think that the fast forward button's been hit too far on, I guess is, is, is mine. I think we've gone, we've accelerated so much. Um, none of it good. Like I, I, I still don't, there's always some people that try to find some silver lining with COVID. Like there was the nature is healing thing. I remember and all that, like oh, none, of it's, none of it's yeah. good. None of it's good. So I, yeah, that's, that's just my, my two cents is that is the psychology of COVID um, because, you know, I, I have a feeling we're going to get around this vaccine mandate somehow in, in America. We're going to get around around that. Just the psychology aspect of it is, is just insane. Yeah. It's not good. Um, it's not good. But I think one of the things that I, I mean, I, I truly at, at many times just like hate the people that push this stuff. I mean, it, it's just destroying. It's so problematic and just terrible in so many ways. Something I try to remember, though, is that 
there is, I think, like just in modern life, like in the past, you could say 500 or a thousand, however many kind of years you want to put it, yeah. we're, we're living in essentially basically a state of permanent crisis, right? Right. Um, I, I was, um, uh, on a previous episode, I think it might've been with Corey Morningstar, like yeah, y'all yeah. were talking to. Oh, and by the way, if I say y'all, it's just because I'm from the South. It's not like a woke thing. Yeah. Um, good. They, 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 there better be an yeah. X in there. Yeah, good. Yeah, Why we're going to cancel my, my fitness feelings canceled. Blocked and <laughs> yeah. canceled. Yeah, if, if that was the case. Thank God <laughs> you specified. Anyways, they Corey. Yeah, Corey, yes. uh, Corey Morningstar. Yeah, it's very interesting. I think that um, if you just think about a lot of the stuff that's going on, right, it's like we – I, the, the culture that we live in is kind of burned out and we live in an economy, I think, that produces like it produces a lot of homogenization, even though on one level we sort of attempt to celebrate difference or we sort of imagine yeah. ourselves like celebrating diversity and all these things. In reality, it's everyone is kind of reduced to a very similar sort of position on the one hand, on the other hand. Mm-hmm. And then you have something like we also don't really have any limits, if that makes sense. Like she was talking about part of the fourth industrial revolution. Like we're going to mine the oceans. We're going to like build a virtual world and all all these things. It's like in most human societies, you know, that would have been unimaginable, right. To like Mm -hmm. destroy an entire forest or to treat the environment the way that we do, because those things were like, literally uh, they were considered sacred, right? Like you just, it was in a kind of an inviolable boundary that people respected we don't really have that now. And it's very problematic. And I think the liberals uh, who buy into a lot of this stuff do so because like, there's, I think there's a part of being human that just, you want those boundaries and distinctions. Like you kind of want those hierarchies. We feel safer in a system like that, even though as modern people, we kind of see that it's arbitrary. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. We fear that psychological freedom at a deep level. It, it's kind of an imbalance that even if it would be beneficial to us for our mental health and physical health and our societal relations, we, we fear being free of that in a sense. And, uh, yeah. and I just think like, look at like the jobs lives do. It's all bullshit hierarchical. Go, Zoom. go off. Go you off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, been sitting <laughs> they on love, this one. They love yeah. it more than anyone. You know, it's funny. Like everyone blames. And again, like we way obviously beyond the whole left, right thing on this podcasts you know but it's everyone is always blaming like the republicans for being like the hierarchy defenders you know and in my experience of the real world that i mean it's it's been the other crowd the other guys you know it's i don't know do you guys yeah do you guys see that too yeah 100 totally i mean this was built like this was essentially the lockdown was I mean, I'm, I'm not saying there's not some conservatives that didn't enjoy like playing Xbox Live all day or something like that <laughs> while while on the clock. Tim I'm not, cool. not I'm not <laughs> saying yeah, I'm not saying that that didn't happen. But for the most part, the left liberal are the people who were like, dude, I could do this every day. Like I remember at the, like, you know, yeah. and I mean, I'm not going to lie. I felt like that for a couple of weeks. I'm like, we didn't have a lot of work where I was going and we, we work our, we get like a new job every day and there just wasn't a lot of jobs coming in. So, of course, I was going to take a thousand dollars a week to go. Yeah. Sit, sit on my ass and do that um but i but after a while i valued i was like man i, I do like want to go outside i need to go like hit some <laughs> at least hit some hiking trails or like do something um you know and and but some of these libs man they're like oh, i'm never going back i'm never going back to work i'm never yeah. and hey whatever i'm not gonna say get your ass to work but uh 
get get your ass back to work, man. Like we're, the society <laughs> is like fucked Dude. right now, man. Like like I don't understand how people can't see this. And we talk about this a lot. Maybe people just only see their own 82 year lifespan expectancy. They only see that. Mm-hmm as what happens but like you they really don't they always say oh conservatives don't want to leave a, be- a good world it'll be scorched and burned for their grandkids yeah. and stuff it's like well what are you doing by this you know what i mean what are you doing by yeah. locking yourself in the house and teaching your kids that they're everybody has masks on and maybe we should learn like more sign language instead of masks and so instead of reading facial expressions and things yeah. like that what do you what example are you setting for the next generation because i'd rather live in the conservative fucking mad max world instead of that shit dude like yeah 100% and yeah, it's, it's a whole, and on the, on, on the practical level, like people see this as like a new, like, this is just the way things are now. This is the way this whole zoom thing is what we do. And you know, the tech's cool or whatever, but I, I see it more as like a, like a bubble, like a financial bubble, so to speak, like this shit's going to, this isn't sustainable and it's going to pop and mm. not everyone can get paid this way. You know, it's kind of one of those things. It's just, it's interesting. You know, it's obviously there's a <laughs> the class dynamic and it's creating like ever more hierarchical structures and, you know, like subgroups and everything. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I do think that, you know, you'll start to hear the, the, the liberal anti-lockdown creed when, once these jobs start, you know, fizzling out in like four or five years or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I've just been kicking this around. It might not happen the way I think it does, but I don't know. I don't I see do. Yeah. yeah. I do think you're making a really interesting point though, about like this, this question of, so when the bubble bursts, like what's going to happen, right? Because yeah. a lot of the ways I understand the measures that are in place is that they're, they're sort of measures that are, uh, they're, they're measures that prevent like mob violence, right? In other uh-huh. words, in mob violence, it would very likely be directed against what we might call like the ruling class, if that makes sense. If you can't gather together, if you're constantly being tracked you can't see other people's faces in public. If all interactions are channeled into a virtual space, you know, that's a very ideal position to be a central banker or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. If, if there's a massive economic blow up and you have a sort of constructed this crazy biomedical prison surveillance society, you're in a much better position than you were even five years ago, where there was a much you know higher chance that the predatory policies these people pushed would lead to, you know, essentially um a kind of more effective version of occupy wall street that actually you know yeah. went after these um super wealthy groups yeah i'm glad we're going this direction as i'm sure glenn is we're leaning into yeah what could be just deemed as a more conspiratorial angle which i think we're all on the same page on that this stuff is very intentional and they absolutely equate lockdowns with distancing from any kind of revolutionary action and uh also just yeah just basically treating us like like slaves and like like we're in the fucking matrix you know but uh i don't know what do you think Glenn? yeah i well with this i mean let, let's let's open the full can of worms here like yeah, yeah. I, i've been been listening and it's been nice to see well we'll start with this we'll start with this because this could go a number of directions the you know, the two big shows that we've been talking about lately have been uh, Peter, Dr. Peter McCullough going on Joe Rogan and mm-hmm. uh, Robert F. Kennedy going on Theo Vaughn, uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And both of those things are very much eye openers. There were things that I thought I was so plugged into this stuff. There were things I was learning from those shows like, well, I didn't yeah. even know, I didn't even know this. I didn't know uh, about, you know, Fauci bankrolling Moderna and stuff like that. I didn't know about any of this stuff. Um, but, you know, there's still 
people scared to say, and I, and I totally understand why Robert F. Kennedy Jr., whose reputation, I won't even say is hanging on by a thread. It's being like hit with garden shears right now. They are just <laughs> cutting him off like, like Big Lebowski with the guy with the scissors, just like in the, in the, in the acid trip or whatever. Yeah. And, and uh, the, uh, there's a lot of, you know, none of these people can say like this was planned, but they will lay out all the evidence on why this is planned. Right. Like this, you could yeah, not, yeah, this yeah. was not just Homer Simpson fumbling the tube of uranium at the at the uh, at the gain of function lab, like in the Simpsons intro. Like, no, this this virus yeah. was intentionally released to the public. I'm tired. I'm tired of, you know, people beating around the bush. We'll, we'll yeah. be the people that do it because we don't have that kind of audience. Like, it's OK yeah, for us yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it. So I think we should. We have to. And now if, you know, fitness feelings, if you if you disagree with us there, please. I mean, I mean, well, I want to check. Man? Have you heard you you probably listened to Peter M. And did you and have you listened to both? the pods we were talking about just now i i haven't i listened to some of the the rogan one with yeah Peter yeah what do you think and it's i mean i think it's that was very interesting i had seen uh, i'd seen an interview with him i think maybe about a year ago or something that that some i don't even know who the filmmaker was about a lot of the issues with the you could say deliberate suppression of what was i think obviously the way to go with this was just simple effective you know inexpensive outpatient treatment rather right, than right. telling people to wait until they're at death's door and then send them to the ER, particularly if the goal is allegedly to preserve ER capacity. I mean, it just makes no sense, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. it just makes no sense from the perspective of managing a, a healthcare crisis. Um, yeah. having, having said that, so I, I guess like the distinction that I think I would want to make is between like between this idea of conspiracy which I think can mean something like, as you were saying, which basically just means like a, a um, an account of a sort of specific phenomena, like, you know, the aspects of the COVID stuff or the moon landing or, or what, you know, the JFK assassination, which basically like the CIA or whatever doesn't like. So that's a conspiracy theory because, yeah. you know, the managers of the discourse that's not allowed you're not allowed to go there yep. versus yep. like conspiracy as something like almost like a historical principle like treating like i noticed that, that people kind of sometimes i think go too far with it where they imagine the ruling class like you could say as a sort of unmoved mover as, a, as though they're just anything they decide to do becomes reality. And I think, uh -huh. so I think they are always plotting. And I think clearly this is a plot. I mean, if you're not, if you're not, if you can't see that, then I have a, a bridge to sell you. But uh -huh. I also think that there's elements of it, or in other words, I don't want to let the average person off the hook either, because people are accepting this. It's right. not just yep. that, you know, it's, it's not being forced down their throat at gunpoint. And frankly, yeah. the propaganda isn't even that good anymore. No. There's something about this that does actually appeal to at least a large minority of the population. Yeah. And combined yeah. with all the institutions, they're able to force it essentially on everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's I think that's true because when we you know like i remember after we recorded with Corey morningstar and it was uh, some bleak stuff she you could tell you could see it on her that she was kind of like struggling with even knowing what she knows um just how much it would weigh on her and there would some people listen and be like man this was a tough one this was a tough one to get through and i'm like well i don't 
I don't mean to black pill you. Like, I don't mean to have you yeah. check out. The black pilling part is that we keep going on with it. It's not that what they're doing. We, if the minute you decide to not take the booster, if you're already vaccinated, like, yeah. right, I know some people who got the vax early. They, you know, started seeing that maybe that wasn't shouldn't have been right. OK, that's fine. Don't make the same mistake twice. It's clear that, you know, even school districts in L.A. and, and stuff like huge L.A. school districts, that some a lot of kids won't get it and they don't know how to enforce it now. And you have to call their bluff on it rather than just going along with it and then just checking out mentally and be like, oh, because I feel like a lot of people that go along with it. That's the black pill is that, well, it's you know, it's out of our hands. It's no, it, it's very much yeah. in our hands to keep this thing going. We we have to keep it going because if everyone just goes outside without a mask, they can't do anything, man. If everybody yeah, goes I into agree, a, if everybody goes into us, this is for myself. I, I need to start doing this. Stop. I'm in the Bay Area where it's like it's we don't even all the stuff i've done all the all the stuff we him and i have done talked for hours and hours and hours on this stuff i still put the mask on every single time when i go into the store i I need i need to stop that stuff out here i need to be the one that maybe gets funny looks at us and 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 things like that you know maybe i'll wear some pod merchandise while i do it promote it (laughs) who knows but the uh you know flash mob situation but uh yeah nonetheless like the black pilling part is that people go along with it that's all i'm saying like that it's not what the what the ruling class is doing yeah yeah i mean i think it's uh-huh. a really good point because if you think about the debate right which is sort of like on the one hand you, well you have like okay the bill bill gates is an idiot oh, yeah. an idiot. Come they're on. all incompetent it's all bumbling and you there know missteps go. and stuff yeah. right versus their geniuses or or even they're just very competent right and they have a lot of power it's like yeah. i think <clears throat> both those positions both capture something true but they and they but they appear to be very different Although to me, they reveal there's an underlying similarity. And that is that we kind of offload responsibility onto this managerial class, right? Where the question is, it's just, are the managers good, well-intentioned or are they you know, poorly intentioned? And are they competent or are they incompetent? You could almost imagine one of those like political compass memes or whatever, yeah. like an access. And yeah. virtually every mainstream sort of COVID argument fits into one of those little somewhere in that framework. And I think that is easier for people than realizing that like a lot of people went along with this because yeah. there's something about the world that we built prior to COVID that people just fundamentally hate it. And it's really difficult to acknowledge that, you know, it it was a lot better than what we had. Look, I'm not saying this is better. It's not, it's worse, but there are reasons why we're here. And um, and it's tough for people, man. Yeah. Yeah. And and like, isn't it funny how that narrative, the narrative from like the mainstream liberal is like, we could have been out of this um, pandemic if, conservatives have gone along with it had had gone along with our measures but truly we could have been out of the pandemic had they not gone on, along with their measures you know what i mean like truly we would totally. have been done we would That's have been what, done yeah that was a huge realization for me is like if we did if we only did what, what the maga trump crowd did we would have been fine <laughs> That's the yeah, weirdest and it would have looked different it wouldn't have been it would, yeah. you wouldn't you it would have been tougher to pin down on just one political party yeah, you know. It oh yeah, been, totally. And it was during an election year, so you can't say like that's, that's just why the whole plan. That's why, of course, this thing was planned. Look yeah. when it was released, man. Exactly. Like, yeah, like just look when it was released. What better time to release that? Like right. when you have a president who doesn't come from you know uh, an illustrious political family, 
you know, uh, somebody who, you know, hey, I'm not I'm not going to say Trump was like rogue or anything. He definitely he had some swamp members in his thing. But like at the, at the end of the day, he was about as isolated of a president from the actual blob in, in D.C. Yeah. on his own. So what better guy to drag down with it than him? Right. Because you're not worried about, you know, at least you, his kids might run for president, but th that's not exactly part of the plan. And uh, and then you saw just just it was the perfect time to roll it out because you had the George Floyd summer love stuff you had uh, and then and then you have an election coming up and then you realize like, man, now it's vaccination time. Now we can attach that to the liberal regime. Now, they don't have a likable president in there right now. So that is where I do think there was a little bit of a fumbling on the side of the elite. But I mean, at the end of the day, they're, it's still working for them. Yeah, uh, it's really it's so hard to these. It's so hard to know, I think. I mean, the thing I always find very unfortunate about tr the Trump presidency is that if we had Hillary Clinton, I think this would have been impossible because the reality is just that red states would never have let Hillary Clinton force them to like lock down and wear masks. And if, if half the country hadn't gone along with it, then it just wouldn't have worked because um, I think people in the United States, I mean, one of the things I think people forget about is that this is, we probably live in the only country where they really can't impose these measures, yeah. right? Like they have got to keep, if this thing falls apart, the military, which sort of backs the crazy global currency system we force on everyone, the whole thing will just sort of unravel. And so they really can't, you know, Italy style or Australia style it or whatever um, uh -huh. here in, in the way that they can in other kind of in other places, yeah. if that makes yeah. sense. Exactly. And and the. Uh... And yeah, and, and to the part of like, are, are the elites dumb too? Like, are the elites dumb? And, and you know, the, I, I don't even like using that word that much. I, I don't, I never know what word to say, but we know who we're talking about here. And some people will say like, well, yeah, look at, look at Fauci. Well, yeah, I don't think Fauci's that smart of a doctor at all. I don't think so. I also don't think he's an elite. I think he's a secondary elite, right? I think he's yeah. more of a talking head on TV. Now, Bill, Bill Gates is both because Bill Gates will go on TV. I don't even know why he does. It doesn't make sense yeah. for him to go on TV. I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem to work on anybody. Like, even like my parents who are as blue pilled as it gets, they'll be like, yeah, that guy's weird, but hey, whatever. You yeah. know, like after like a TV appearance. But the um, I will never listen to an argument that starts with Bill Gates doesn't know what he's doing. You know what I mean? Because he this guy took over agriculture. Pretty unknown. Like, you'd have to dig and watch and look to find out that he took over basically private agriculture. Um, and yep. he did that. And then he took over public health. And that's not something like a dumb guy does. Like it wouldn't even be an interest <laughs> to a dumb guy. Right. Like I just a dumb, yeah. a dumb billionaire is doing way more outlandish things like that. Like this is a man who clearly wants power. And if you take over food and medicine in, in the United States, what's, yeah. what are two things that we value more than anything the, is, is those two things. The, the con that Bill Gates is playing is clearly working on the entire neoliberal scientific yeah. class, you know, and, and the problem with the dumb guy argument, not just with Bill Gates, but the problem with like the elites are dumb is you can always find sec, like you said, secondary elites that are yeah. dumb as fuck. And I got to say, I've, I've kind of changed my mind on Fauci a little bit. I, I used to be the whole, like, he's fucking retarded, you know, but like after like watching it with the, the age thing and the stuff that going on now, like, I think his affect kind of is retarded for 
sure but like yeah. I, I think he knows what he's doing more than we admit he might be like you know? a crime boss i think he's kind of like yeah. a crime boss like he's got like that like cunning you know uh like head of the family guy it's a good like, way to put of, it. of yeah. like the of of disease you know which yeah rough crime mm-hmm. family a lot of yeah a lot yeah. of blood on their hands but yeah yeah the, the yeah but, I think- but no I, I agree 100 with you though that it's definitely like a you know it's I mean, the Gates thing is it's it's work like a Trump. He's having no resistance. You know, there's like a think piece that comes out once in a while, like, hey, maybe the Gates Foundation isn't good, actually. And it's like, but there's no there's no actual resistance to. Yeah. To any. I mean, there's some stuff, you know, like India will you know banish him or put him, throw him in the Supreme Court for his like polio vaccine campaigns and stuff like that, you know, and or, uh, but all in all, it's it's going according to plan you know i don't know it's pretty crazy yeah it's really interesting if you look at those um those rockefeller foundation documents everyone alludes to the lockstep and it's you know there's all kinds of these pandemic planning documents that eerily sort of mirror what's going on today that they released like 10 or 12 years ago yeah i mean even if you decide to view that as just okay, they made some predictions. It turned out to be very accurate. Like the reality is that the course that we're on, they described, clearly there's an awareness that there's going to be increasing pushback, if that makes sense. Like they they make that very clear in the documents that, yeah, at first everyone goes along with it, but over time people become increasingly angry at the ridiculous restrictions, the lack of freedom, states seizing power over people's lives. I think a way that Fauci and Gates and those guys can be understood is that, I mean, Gates is very rich, obviously, but I mean, even he, if you compare the amount of money he controls to the the federal government, to the people that are closer to the central banking system, I mean, he's kind of like, he's not even that big. Like there's just trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions that are at stake in these policies. And so I kind of think he's sort of a very convenient scapegoat. And I don't know that if he understands himself that way. But I have the sense that he and Fauci and Klaus Schwab are kind of there. That If we were to ever push the ball kind of back over to their court and everyone, you know, a genuine sort of change of opinion was affected, you know, they would be sacrificed, right? So that yeah. the real operations of power could remain effectively untouched. And then they would just sort of recreate themselves in whatever the new order was. And then- There's a, for, there's a bigger beast for sure. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and I think- even the Gates thing, it gets exactly what you said. It gets lost in translation and he becomes the enemy, but there's always a bigger fish, you know, and it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And Gates is like a fucking, you know, like however, whatever, 60, 70 year old autistic fucking programmer dude that like is like somehow became like one of the best, you know, most evil monopolists of all time, you know, and in our era and then did this crazy switch to public health. And it's just, it's crazy. I mean, touche. You're like props, you know. It's like well, you yeah, and it's and it's just <laughs> yeah, the whole is. mentality is like you obviously see what happened in the last, you know, year and a half, two years, and you can go back even further than that if you're still mad at at, at some of the things the elites have done to uh, to to working people like us. Like you can go farther back, and even if you did think 
Because I think where a lot of the, oh, they're dumb is, is very much I'm smarter than my boss logic, right? We all know that we've yeah. all worked at companies where like I'm way smarter than my boss. Um, now, yeah. that being said, I think that a lot of times you might not be smarter than your boss's boss's boss. And that's what we're dealing with right now. Like you might, you might, you know, maybe even that guy might just be some golfing, you know, whatever guy. But like at the end of the day, he's smart enough to and powerful enough to put you out of work, you yeah. know, and I think you do have to at least uh I don't want to say respect's not the word, but like, just kind of like understand the, the severity of, of, of the situation. And that can't really come from like, Oh, these people are dumb. Cause that's kind of checking out to me. Oh, they're this just is, dumb. They're dumb. This well, is the, their people. This is their whole thing. This is their, not, not just their job, not just their career. This is their life's purpose is to do this evil fucking shit. And it's like, they dedicate every ounce of their waking day to this. You know what I mean? It's like, and they have all the resources to do it. It's clearly something going on. Would yeah. you guys agree? Or like it's yeah. Well, and they have the, so even even if they're yeah. not, even if they aren't geniuses, because a lot of the people that I see, um, who and and this isn't a shot at any at anybody, because I, I I like to have these discussions. I don't I don't think this is like a total horrible like take. I just I just disagree with it. But a lot of people who are very like history brained, right, where they they see yeah. times where the you know there were revolutions against leaders and stuff because the leader was incompetent, right? The leader left it, let their guard down. Like, you know, maybe if you go back to like Roman times or any, anything like that, like any, anything that passed that might've happened now. Now the problem is, is that used back in the day that used to be like, Hey, do I have bigger guns or bigger spears or bigger, whatever than this guy? And do I have more people that can go take him down? Um, we have to take down technology and people. You know, so when I say the elites, I are smart. I mean, the people themselves and the technology that they have, it's one thing. It's not just, you know, they're, they're, we don't, we don't see the technology. If you ask anybody that's in the military, high up in the military or something, they're going to tell you like, Hey, they got stuff like that. will that we won't see for like five or 10 years, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in our hands. And, and that that's why it's it's almost like one big complex not just a person that i'm saying is a genius you know yeah. like and that's why it's going to set up for you know bill gates's son who probably isn't even a, half as smart as bill gates you know what i mean but like if the if bill gates's technology and the uh civil you know the civil liberties of humanity shrink in america it's gonna be a lot easier for bill gates's son to do his job and continue austerity yes yeah that's an interesting way of putting it i mean i think a way that I tend to think about it is that the little, the plots, the conspiracies and so on, which we're all living through literally right now. And in yeah. sometimes we always have been, I think it just, we weren't always aware of it, mm -hmm. but I yeah. think in, in a way that can be understood. Um, I mean, you can understand it as emanating from specific people, but you can also understand it. I think as, how do I say this? Understand it as kind of, um, like the the intelligence of the system itself at work that like that human communities have a kind of logic to them that we that the individual participants do not always perceive kind of in the way that geese understand how to like fly north for the winter like did they all get together and like talk about that every time no <laughs> yeah. they just they just do it right yeah and i think that we tend to think of ourselves as being above that. And of course we are, right? We have culture and politics and all, all these things. But I think in another way, there are social forces at work that are incarnated in these people who then take actions like Bill Gates does. Because I, listening to y'all's um, Morningstar discussion, for example, if you think about everything that all of these great reset plans, you know, it's not just enriching them, but it's also clearly 
designed to sort of stable an attempt to stabilize what they see as an unstable system because they want to keep the game going. Right. And, and, you know, a lot of people also want to keep the game going, even though they're not at the top because they just, I think humans kind of want there to be stability. At least some percentage of people do. They're not, they're not comfortable with chaos and, and disorder and so forth. And so I do think there can be just a little bit of, um, people can kind of talk past each other in these discussions about conspiracies because it's like, I think we fundamentally empirically, most people would agree if we just got a bunch of documents and records together, it's like all this happens. Right. The question though, is like, uh, or a more complicated question is sort of like, why, like, why is it happening now? Why these people, why are people accepting it? And, and, um, and so on. But of course you have to get people to the point of seeing through the BS like initially. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's yeah, and and I mean the the fact is too like you you the way the way I I see as far as how well this was planned and executed was just the fact that it switched from okay, you're racist for taking covid seriously, right? At the very very beginning. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you don't, yes. don't, go to your Chinese restaurants. Go there. Stop being scared. You know, like that that was <laughs> that whole thing like De Blasio I, I think there's an audio clip of De Blasio like almost trying to force you to go get Chinese food or something. Like it's it's very funny at the beginning. So you were racist for taking it seriously. Then when the pandemic first hit uh the United States and everybody was in a frenzy, it was you're racist for not taking it seriously cuz you're a white supremacist Trump voter that doesn't wear a mask. And then all of a sudden over the summer, the real uh, virus was racism for George Floyd. So, so racism uh, yeah. is just this awesome pawn that was just used during the entire like uh, pandemic, and it was like almost like a like a guitar amp where they're like, okay, let's turn the treble up really high, and that's the pandemic yeah. knob, and then we'll go the you know the mid with the, we'll yeah. the mid, which will be racism. We'll turn that down a little bit, and then around the election time, the two went hand in hand. It was basically <laughs> you if you are not racist and not a uh, you know, science denier, you're going to vote for Joe Biden. Um, and then now I, you know, yeah. I don't even Now it's just, now it's just all about vaccines. That's literally just all about, <laughs> all about vaccines. Now, now it doesn't matter. Now that race does literally does not matter because the numbers don't look right, you know, for that, for that to matter. There's countries that don't want it, you know, it's so and, hilarious. yeah, I, I just, I know, but they pulled it off, but it's, but they've pulled it off. That's all I'm hard. saying. Like, like it was seriously a game of Simon Says the entire time, and everybody played along and was frustrated when they lost. Like, motherfucker, you know what I mean? Like, I don't get to, you know, <laughs> He's holding it, the bag. Yeah, yeah, just wild, man. Yeah, I know it's fucking f- fake because just looking at Bill Gates' smile every interview that where he's like, yeah, you know, we're gonna have like fifty thousand people dead, and then he does that like yeah, fucking thing. It's, it's like, wait, what's what's going on here? Yeah, and I, and he's a troll. He's a troll too. There was like a sure. every every like M- MSNBC or like CNN clip about like vaccine skepticism is always involves a five G microchip Bill Gates joke. Always does, and you know that's yeah. like like Bill Gates like or the Gates Foundation just calling him up like, hey, make sure in the segment you do that joke because it's so yeah. fucking great. Like you know he made yeah. that joke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a total. These came from the. You source. like dropped it in a Reddit somewhere like a long yeah. time ago. Like, hey, Bill Gates trying to microchip us, guys. Like, you know, it's like yeah. microchips. At least I'm worried about. Like the le- the if you were to tell me what's in the vaccine. Yeah, and and it, and you were like, hey, it's um graphene oxide, uh, the, a lot of this stuff, and then like microchips. I like wouldn't have even cared about the microchip because like you could follow me any way you want, technically, right? Like we have, exactly, you have a cell phone, yeah. you have any of that stuff. You don't need to microchip you. I don't even That's understand. Maybe, maybe you do for like some like Corey Morningstar was talking about with some 
with some crazy digital ID stuff. But as of now, I don't think you really have to. But that's always the joke in there. And I always I, that's the thing I've always respected about Bill Gates is he tries to create his own opposition in the media like really well. Yeah, it's not. It's how I feel about uh, Joe Rogan and SNL where I've I've seen like I've tweeted about this. I've seen like maybe three, four SNL episodes over the last like two and a half, three years. And everyone I've seen just randomly picking them out. Yeah. They fucking go after Joe Rogan and some dumb. Sh- I'm like, yo, do they talk about this dude every episode? I'm like, what is going on, man? It's yeah. so fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Know, but yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, but I love the nuance you guys are bringing to this because it's, I think it's what we need. And there's clearly like a mass psychological thing going on, but it's not enough to focus just on that, you know? And it's not enough to focus just on Gates. It's like, it's like you guys know James Corbett, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he has a very good framework of like, you know, exactly like you were saying of of these, there's competing factors, there's, you know, it's not just one monolithic elite that's, you know, like, like you said, the unmoved mover kind of thing. It's, it's just everything happened as a summation of all the energies going on on this planet as it is right politically, you know, in any, any sense. So, yeah, it's, you just got to take that all into account when you analyze this stuff and that's why we're that's why us three are the, the greatest COVID minds in the world. I think so too. <laughs> yeah. I think so too. I, 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 the, you know, I we we weren't sure we weren't sure, but now that the the everything aligned, I think I think that's true. I you know that that's why I like it is I think our problems are all psychological now in America. I can't speak because you know, I, I forget we do have people that listen from like Greece and like shit like that, and they're like, No, dude, it's fucked here. It's beyond psychological. It's it's like legit somebody is stopping me from doing something. But for us, it's like truly us stopping each other. Like it's it, it, it truly is. And um, you know, like yeah. like part of me and, and and part of me is I have no problem sticking up against anybody but like my own family sometimes you know like i have no problem telling like an employer i won't get a shot i have no problem you know if somebody asks me my status for anything i'll be like man i'm not vaccinated fuck off you know i mean i have no problem doing that but it's like with my own family it's tough and i think that's why during the holidays you see the family things get crazy and and there's 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 benefit to the people in power for like families to not be strong by the way too yeah oh yeah i mean i'm not i'm not saying that this that 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 is the plan but it's it could work tangentially you know uh to to what to what they're trying to do because strong families like i know some people who have like the strongest families and none of them care about covid stuff like you know what i mean like the people i know who are just like the strongest families and my fam, my my mom and dad and i are real close too so even like the polarity and of all this stuff has still we've still hung out at the same rate that we always do um not wearing masks like strong families don't care but like you've seen i i you know with the divorce rate where it's at uh you know people not being married when they have kids not blaming anybody for it but that's i think it's a lot easier to implement stuff like that now when there's a lot of uh kids not staying with the same parents every night you know and 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 stuff it's it, it i don't know yeah, if anybody has oh, any yeah. thoughts about that i haven't really we haven't really touched on that before yeah, yeah it's an sure. interesting observation i i would definitely agree i mean the masks in particular it, that's such a that's such a modern. It's kind of trying to solve a, a crisis via escalation, if that makes sense. Like everyone's already so kind of lonely, you know, alienated. It's so difficult to keep a family together given all the economic yeah. pressures and stuff. It's just not. It's not this. It's not 1950 or 1860 or or you know whatever anymore. And then it's like 
for a lot of people, it seems like these measures sort of make them feel it's like a cope, you know, they feel safer or something, Mm -hmm. but then it's also like making it even worse, which just makes them even more dependent on the measures and just on and on and on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, there, I know people who are like, oh, I got, I got out of certain things because of COVID. Like, oh, I don't have to go to Thanksgiving this year because of COVID. I don't have to go to Christmas because of COVID. I'm like, damn, dude, like we are not even on the same, you know, like the, yeah. the way of thinking. And, and you know, it, it's sad to see because, like I said, the isolationist aspect of all this is really where I see Great Reset stuff thriving, honestly, is the, you know, uh, 500 square foot little pod that you live in and and just being by yourself having anything you want streamed at any time um yeah. kind cricket, of maybe cricket tacos yeah cricket tacos yeah. Uh, um and you know there there's gonna be there's gonna be i i think i think there has to be a good vehicle for it and it's and it is going to be the isolated human you know for, for this that there has to be a good vehicle for that to take off because this wouldn't have worked that's why we never locked down for even the swine flu we didn't have that yeah. technology, but since we've gone more remote with almost all of our technology, like all of our stuff, like in, you just think of like 2012, what your phone did in 2012. Yeah. Oh, you know, I know. You know what I mean? Like it's just crazy. And, and I thought that was like, are you kidding me? I can go on Facebook. Yeah. Like, are you, like, are you, you fucking kidding me? Like yeah. that was, that was the extent of what I could do with my phone. That was the extent. And it felt like, oh my God, this is crazy. Right now, like yeah. I can pay every single bill that I have. Yeah, I can I can order any type of food that I want. I could order groceries if I wanted to. Yeah. I can I can watch all of my TV on phone if I wanted to. I could do all of that. And we are just living a in little the, fucker. Dude. Yeah, it's it is. It is. I, I, I mean, Corey's right. Yeah, I keep bringing her up. But she's right, man. If the, if it's the phone that's evil, man. Yeah. Like uh, there's there's no we never everyone wants to, to be like, nah, man, this is just not, nah. you know, it's a phone. You know, what are you going to do? And then it's like, no, that's. Man, we like I said, yeah. even in 2012, we couldn't have locked down for the swine flu. It wouldn't have worked. But right yeah. now, no, no, definitely stuff, not. We we can. Yeah, yeah. I noticed my phone now. It basically wants me to disable the phone functionality. It's like, do you want to keep like getting no phone notifications? Like this is literally a phone. Like I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, I want to keep getting calls. So I'm going to keep, you know, I, but but, yeah. it, it, but it basically thinks that I shouldn't. You know, Are you I tired just, of those yeah. numbers that call you? <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. insane. That's what the spam risk psyop is, by the way. The spam risk phone calls to get you to hate your phone so much that it's not a phone anymore and it's just another computer. Yeah. Honestly, that that honestly might be true. It worked on me. Like yeah, I get like fifty yeah. calls a day. You know. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck is that? I know. I, I know. Spam risk. I get like uh, spam texts. I get like, "Hey, thanks for paying your bill." And you're like, "For what?" And there's just like nothing. <laughs> and then there's a link. It's just like a small, like tiny <laughs> URL. I'm just like, yeah, this, uh, is, this is lovely. And like, like I said, man, like. It was even easy for me. I, I am like a homebody. Like I like being at home, but like I, I do yeah. value, you know, going out when I want to go out. And I understand that maybe like everybody being a homebody is not the, the greatest thing for it. But like I, I've noticed that we've celebrated 
so much diversity in the world. Everything's like all our differences would make us so great. You see every, every ad campaign involves like an interracial marriage. Now every, every, everything is like, it's all this diversity. Like I, you know, people with disabilities and stuff, but then like, they want everybody to live the same though and just be different. Oh yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, it's like, we have to yes. live the exact same way though. Like, like sustainably and in the pod oh. and all that kind of stuff. But like, we have to like be super different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is interesting. I mean, I, I think it's like, yeah, I think those are really directly related, honestly, like in my view where it's sort of, cause uh, you know, most people, I guess like just my kind of, I don't know, the stuff I'm interested in researching and like reading about and stuff. I, I really do believe people tend to think that conflict, I think tends to be a result of difference, but I think honestly, I really tend to view it as it's more a function of similarity because then you're more similar. Yeah. Your desires are more likely to kind of converge on the same people, objects, like status positions, you know, and so on. And so like, as you're saying, as they try to make us all into like homogenous pod people or, or whatever, um, eating the same cricket, you know, enchiladas or, or you know, watching the same you know shows yeah. and stuff. It's like, you've got to, invent these differences you know like the millions of different gender identities and uh, and mm -hmm. so on um but it, it always feels a little hollow i think i think yeah. it's only the most psychotic like libs that really can believe those things are meaningful in my experience at least yeah yeah, yeah it is um you know the problem is is most people go along with it because it is even at least publicly, like they might in private be like, this is all bullshit, but like publicly, because that is what makes you a good person. And it's very easy to stigmatize things now. Like it's I more so than anything in my life. Like, have I ever seen just something that be like, Hey, this thing that you like is actually bad. Uh, you're a Nazi. And, and it's, it's bad. It, it, you could just throw it away. And people all have to admit, I uh, have to act like they didn't like it anymore. Like Joe Rogan's one of those guys, like any of these, any of these, any of these, you know, they do it with old film. That's why you see remakes all the time, right? Like there's remakes yeah. of movies every single day. I saw our friend COH in the Fed Post putting all of new remakes that were coming out this year. And it's like, it is a chance yeah. to act like history never existed. You know what I mean? Like there is a weird thing happening where it's like, no, like society kind of like began after the Reagan years. Like, you know what I mean? That's like essentially where like society in our prehistoric times were like the Clinton administration. So any movie before <laughs> that, so any movie before that we're remaking into like today's standards, you know, like they're making, but by the way, they're making nightmare before Christmas too. There's no stop motion animation. It's just regular animation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Awful. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, if anyone wants to, uh, to go off of what I was saying, I was kind of unhinged, but it was, uh, that was um, great. Yeah, I just I think there is a chance uh, a way to erase society too, like just erase everything from the past because the past was evil, you know. Yeah, I, that's really interesting, and I I, I think yeah I, I I I'm very interested in what you said, and I think there's a guy um, James Poulos I think who who writes about something a lot about something very similar, which is that sort of like our culture now, like that West Side Story movie that they did. I mean, yeah. basically I, every piece of content that's been created, as you said, the past like five years or, or whatever, mm -hmm. it's just garbage, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's so woke and it's sort of so self-aware and so, I don't know, um, self-negating is a way you could say it. Yeah. That it no longer produces the catharsis, I think, that people sort of want yeah. from their entertainment. And so what that does, it drives people, I think, into more extreme forms. Like you have to watch like crazy like reality TV or like horror, true yeah. crime, where to get yeah. that like 
satisfaction it has to be like some psycho like murdering and torturing people and like hacking people apart and stuff i mean there's nothing wrong with those films but right. it's like really does drive people i think into a bit of a um yeah some some uh fringe fringe content i think it becomes a bit more like popular yeah for sure yeah I, I 100% agree. And like, you know, another another thing is, too, is it's a lot easier with the with these remakes. And I mean, not to make this the hey, what's the deal with the remakes episode? But <laughs> but what is the deal with the remakes? Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the remakes are are so crazy because one, the story is already written for you. So two, yeah. you can just basically get all of your writing budget and just put that in like propaganda mode. Like all you have to worry, you have to spend money on just basically a movie that's already been done before, but just how you could put new propaganda into it and um it does it, you're right it doesn't feel like you escape if you watch these things it actually makes you think about more like current events and uh like you, you'll see like you know news was never meant to be enjoyed for more than like an hour a day typically right that was in a, in a probably a better functioning society we typically watch one you know hour of news a day but like now your movies are filled with the cnn takes and then you watch CNN for the like the real CNN takes to make it feel like you're watching news, you know, and then yes. you'll hear certain songs like NPR Tiny Desk Concert. The guy will be like, hey, man, get rid of the plastics. And then like, you know, then it's like, here's Thundercat. And, and like that's that you'll you'll see all that. And like it's politics and everything now. And it's clearly trying to create that archetype of the isolated uh, good politics guy, you know, basically uh, yeah. that, that that's they're trying to make everybody that way, no matter what you watch. Yeah, I kind of have a question for for y'all. That's something I think about a lot, which is that do you think no, we have regular we have the regular amount of chromosomes? That's the answer. Um, <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, God, yeah, oh, is okay. that is that two? Um, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm, not a, I'm not a science guy. Yeah. Mean, um, I hate science. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because yeah, that answer sucks when I find out science. No, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> but I'm just I'm curious what what y'all's impression is but it, but do you think those kind of propaganda efforts are effective because i always feel like i get or i hear kind of two sides of it where it's like oh all this stuff is happening because the propaganda is like so effective and digitalized and like crazy and whatever but on the other hand it, it doesn't seem like people really believe in like anything anymore if, if that makes sense everyone is so except for again these minority of deranged sort of urban libtards it just doesn't seem <laughs> like like most people are just indifferent at best or like slightly contemptuous, maybe even at worst for a lot of this um, stuff, which I, that's not how I remember things, even in like the early two thousands and yeah. stuff. I, yeah. I, I felt yeah. like people bought, there was more genuine like buy-in. And so I'm just kind of curious hmm. um, what your, what your kind of like, impressions are. Cause I've never able to decide like myself. Yeah, I think I think you're right in that it has changed a lot in recent years. And I think that they do like the I think they do like the Pareto principle kind of thing where they know a percentage or even the majority might not buy it, but that's not the audience they're going for because a few of uh, the right people for sure buy it. Where it's like we're speaking mm. we're in two different movies, we're watching two different movies, we're seeing two different languages. You know, like we could watch like like us three here could watch like the latest fucking Marvel bullshit and like see clear you know like cia bullshit and all sorts of fucking weird you know shit and like yeah. you know maybe the the fans or whatever of that would be like wow that fucking rocks you know and it's like we're watching yeah. two, two different layers of reality here you know and um <laughs> yeah Honestly. i don't know yeah and it's it's just uh but i do feel it's this weird thing where i think like even 
like, like think of like, I don't know, this may be a little bit off topic, but think of like, like everyone, even the most normie of normies is like, yeah, big pharma sucks, dude. Like no one is like going to fight that position now. You know what I mean? But they'll still get their boosters. They'll still like lazily go along with any narrative driven. So it, it almost like doesn't even matter anymore. We're like post any, everything's so lazy and effortless, but it fucking works better than ever before <laughs> yeah well, and, and, yeah. Crazy, and i think i think yeah. there's more uh censorship as far as the whole misinformation thing too to where like your alternative like you might be deciding between like three different dwayne the rock johnson movies by the end of the night that might be like the illusion of choice that you have and you might be you might like if you like my parents watch Saturday Night live every yeah. w- every week Oof. they watch about 12 minutes of it because they fast forward, they're like, "Oh, this skit normally isn't good. Oh, this isn't really good." Weekend yeah. update: I'm glued. You know what I mean? Like that. And then, ooh, this was the funny three minutes, and then this was a funny three minutes, and then that's like the combination of what they watch. Um, yeah. But then, like you know, it, it's tough because, like, look at look at like I, I know other people that watch like three different like Trevor Noah type shows. You know, like and that's that's a three. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It's like it's like when I used to watch SportsCenter on a at a on a loop at like 3 a.m. and watch like three different SportsCenter anchors do the same episode. And like you could like I, it was like that. But I I am I probably not as harmful, you know, and, and actually probably just better. But it was it, it feels like that when I'm with them. But they, these are like actually different scheduled and programmed shows. But it's Samantha B, Trevor Noah, the black chick that has the weird sparkly thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever she is, the one that did the vaccine rap. Uh, that was horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, yes. Yeah, that, yeah, whatever one that was. But like I know people who watch like those three in succession. In succession, <laughs> not and succession, but in succession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Wow. I can't, yeah. It's hard to imagine that. Yeah. And it's people it's I wouldn't expect either. Like, it's people where I like, I've had like cool conversations with them, and then they're like, they're like, did you see the new Ted Lasso? I'm like, Ted Lasso. <laughs> like, like, you watched Ted. Like, I've talked to you for an hour. We've spilled our guts out for each other. And you told me you watched Ted Lasso. Oh, no. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I want to take the lasso, tie it to the ceiling fan, <laughs> wrap it around my neck. Yeah, but uh, no, it's, yeah, it's, it's bad. I don't know. I, yeah, it's always, uh, it, I wonder, but I remember people being that person though. Like, remember when, like, I don't even know for us, like I remember being in like 2007 and 2008 and liking rap. And I remember like older people than us were like, do you guys even understand the propaganda that's in this shit, man? Like, do you even do you even understand what you're listening to? And I'm, we're like, man, we don't live. That's not why we listen to it. You only understand it because you don't like it, you know, or yeah. or something like that. And because I, I do feel like I do feel like our generation copes with it a little bit because I think we were propagandized too, like big time. But it just it just was not yeah. in this insane like i said fast forward hyperdrive two-year period yeah you know like Uh, it it just felt like a gradual like every generation was probably psyoped into something but like it just was a gradual form of life you know and like you weren't uprooted from what you had like it's yeah i don't know yeah yeah i think that's right yeah i i I guess i don't know i think i'm i I like for me, like I'm I'm like a big sports guy or like, you know, and I I, that to me, like, I'm sorry if you ever wanted to like truly brainwash me Zoolander style, you could just do that. You know, you Uh could put that in the sports. I mean, I mean, it's getting so bad now, like where it'll it'll be like Dr. Fauci, like commercials on on football games and stuff. And and I they they don't they leave no stone unturned. So I, I do think 
for one, like the content is not as good. Like I, and I think a lot of people objectively know that, but it all is the same now. And people hate doing old things a lot of times. Like people mm. just were like, I know some people that are like, I got to just do whatever's new. You know what I mean? Whatever's new is my thing. Like I'll say, I'll, I'm watching this movie. And they're like, that's an old movie. I'm like, well, yeah, but I, but I enjoy it. You know, it's, 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 I, I enjoy this movie. Like, These people are consuming whatever's new. So something has to stick from that. Even if you don't, even if you think you're blatantly rejecting the propaganda in it. Yeah. It's amazing how I remember years ago seeing the, you're going to live in a pod and Bugman memes and, and all that stuff. And it's like, that all actually happens. Like it literally, we're yeah. literally living that. Like it's not even like far off from reality. It's literally what's occurring. It's, it's amazing really just how people um, just eat. Uh, there's a group of people who are just, you're right. Like whatever it's new, whatever, that's what they're going to do. Doesn't yeah. Matter. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, all cultural references are like, it, like I don't work in an office, but like some people do like, you know, the voice pool, you know what I mean? For the show, the voice, like they do a, they do like a, a pool to see who wins like that voice and they gamble on it and stuff. And so like, there's always going to be a, um, a thing around something modern, right? Like there's always going to be like, it, it, and I think they're testing their like actual limits to how bad the content can be, you know, yeah, like it almost, yeah. it almost seems like it. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Because like, look at we literally watch people, or I'm not we, but uh, like like Hassan, right? Hassan will go on Twitch for like, well, not anymore, but he'll go on he'll go on his little streams for like eight hours, and like if you even click on one of those things, he's literally just like, like opening up a box of something and just being like, oh yeah, this is cool, and um, I'm a fucking communist, you know, and like that's <laughs> like, and that's and you should get your shots because I if I was a communist leader, I would come into your house and jab you yourself. MAGA chuds and then like and then four hours of nothing him just clicking and breathing into the microphone and, and it's yeah. like th- we are testing the outer limits of how bad this shit can be like <laughs> it's fucking funny dude yeah it's incredible yeah, <laughs> yeah I watched That's... the Hassan stream so you don't have to I know I was gonna ask when this happened I have this like garbage complex where like whenever I hate something I'm like well I have to do a deep dive on why yeah. I hate it yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. I'm one yeah. of those guys. Like, so when he started saying some crazy shit, I was like, well, I got like, I got to know what I'm what I'm making fun of. I have to know, you know, because then like if I'm just what if I uh, what if I click on it? And I'm like, fuck, I laughed like five times. Damn it. You know what I mean? Like then I, I might shelve the joke a little bit. You know what I mean? Like or something. But I have to know what I'm making fun of. And it was literally these guys stream for like eight hours a day. It's literally watching somebody in their bug pot all day. They're like, man, yeah. my shit's getting boring. I'm going to see what this guy's doing. It, like, it, whoa, you just fucking blew my mind <laughs> you just made me really sad dude <laughs> yeah these kids are funny. crazy man like the, the stuff they watch like i i, I don't i i, I yeah. again that i knew people saying that when i was watching jackass so it was yeah. different like i'm watching jackass like dude, you're just watching somebody jump off a roof like you're just watching somebody you know what i mean like roll a shopping cart off of like a yeah. thing of stairs i'm just like whatever i love it shut up and these kids yeah. are doing the same thing but it's like hassan piker and like People opening on their the Amazon box, dude. Yeah, yeah opening. Yeah, yeah. that and that's all that's going to be allowed on YouTube is just products. Now it's like a guy guy eats yeah. the entire Hershey's catalog and reviews it. You're like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. like like that's that's all it's going to be is corporate stuff. Like so, yeah, I I don't know. I, the the streaming thing's gotten to me a little bit lately. I'm glad that came up on here. Yeah. Like, it, I, it, it, that is crazy, man. Honestly, uh, but I you know I kind of wonder. Like I wonder if it's successful because it's so bad, right? Like, uh, how do I, how do I say this? 
I think something a lot of people I noticed uh, struggle with uh, now is sort of like not a rivalry competition, like feelings of inadequacy when they compare themselves to other people or, you know, mm. models or whatever in culture, you know, celebrities or, or, or what have you. But honestly, if you're like living in your like bug pod or whatever, and he's just basically in his thing, that's maybe a little better than yours, but it's not that much better. I can kind of see how there might be something really comforting about that if, for this like yeah. miserable sort of existence, yeah. you know, like, it's like you're not watching someone do something cool, like blow up a bridge and like try to drive a bike over it or whatever. It's like just some guy like doing the same yeah. boring shit that you are, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, exactly. You're like, that's totally how I open the package. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Those Amazon mailers, they're tougher than they look, you know? Yeah, and, 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 yeah I totally. That's a good point, because like it is almost like a like like, man, I live a boring life. But this guy's life is boring, too. And he's loves it you know yeah and, yeah and, and he's yeah. cool and like whatever a communist who has like you know a thousand whatever eight hundred thousand i don't know how many people follow this guy i'm assuming hundreds of thousands but uh yeah yeah, yeah it's I, really I, yeah oof, you're doing the lord's work watching those streams <laughs> yeah because like i always for us like i'm always like what are some cool ideas we could do and i'm like none of the ideas are just like let me put a camera on me for eight hours like just just <laughs> just the idea of yourself doing that and i understand it's profitable for him i can't knock him because like fuck i would love to be i'd rather be paid to do that but at the end of the day how crazy is it the fact that like there are what what is that like how many hours is that a week if you do eight hour days stream just five yeah 40 hours say you do a 40 hour week of streams <laughs> and like that's 40 hours of your life that somebody could watch and it's not even your life like oh i'm going to the store it's like your life that you intentionally lived in your room for that stream like you were like yeah. i didn't leave my room for eight hours and stuff it's like your office job your work from home job is someone watching you work from home it's like it's kind of meta yeah it is it's truman show it's it's um, you know, and, and like, again, I think we sound like a bunch of old guys sometimes talking about this stuff, but I'm like, this doesn't, this feels a bit different. Like it just feels because even yeah. I even talked to some younger people that are like, yo, I don't really, some people who are like, just not affected by it. They're like, man, I, I, I don't know what's going on right now, man. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know. And like, yeah, it's, I, or like there's, I saw one guy come out with a podcast where he just reads books. <laughs> and it's like not audio, yeah. not like the audio book. Like he'll just read a book like yeah. the whole time and that's his podcast and some people be like no dude you don't understand there's some art behind it i'm like nah he's just reading the book you know like, <laughs> yeah. there's, that, there's no it's really but, nothing yeah. more than and, what it and appears. you know that's yeah. that's probably a little bit more harmless right but it's just like we are we are testing like how garbage this can get like from a <laughs> from an art standpoint man like yeah. i don't know wow yeah yeah <laughs> exactly so yeah it's uh I guess I guess last thing I wanted to uh, ask you getting back to the COVID stuff is uh, you had a, a critique of uh, how do you say the guy's name uh, uh, starts with the EU. You know, I'm talking about the Substack guy. He did the cattle article. So oh, I think it's oh, you, 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 that's how I, see, I feel like it was said in a way more complex <clears throat> way. And I, I and then I was going to say that. But I was like, no, it's got to be more complicated than that. But the, <laughs> yeah. the, the name, yeah, it has to be more than that. But you had kind of a, a critique on him, and and I, I one of his one of my favorite Substack pieces from from of late is where his article about humans being cattle. Like I thought that was just a fantastic analogy in the way that like vaccines yeah, totally. didn't work out and stuff. For, uh, and um, so your critique was there, you know. Well, I'll, I'll say just from your from your thread that you had, it was um, essentially it argues for a primarily decentralized and ideological causality. 
Um, you know what I mean? Like why he's getting pushback for that, right? Yes. So um, where, yeah. Where do you where do you disagree on that? Well, I mean, I I guess it's kind of like back to our discussion sort of previously. Uh-huh. Where, what I think he's right about, where, where I think he's wrong, or I, I think, or maybe just we would just kind of mildly disagree, is I believe that the sort of centralized apparatus or something, I think that it exists. Whereas I don't think he really does think that. I think he genuinely thinks that there's like evil, bad actors, but that they don't, there's not any kind of central form of organization that's pushing out these COVID, you know, policies or objectives, propaganda points, and and so on. But where I agree with him is that I don't think that the existence of a centralized, you know, apparatus, let's call it, um, I don't think that's why everything is occurring. I think he's right to place the emphasis on basically the nature of institutions themselves. I think he doesn't, I don't think he's able to fully articulate why everyone has gone so insane because my understanding is he's basically a scientist who is not as interested in some of these social dynamics, like maybe in the way that I am. And so for him, it's, I think it just seems for him and some of his um, uh, people or whatever, his readers, they understand it's like, yeah, like these, they're, they're just going insane. You know, they have these insane objectives. They don't make any sense. And I tend to view it as sort of like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, in other words, the discrepancy is explained by an underlying moment of cultural crisis, basically, that is sort of being masked by the virus. And that's so why. Sweet. Yeah. And I think y'all's point about the phones is really apt because I kind of think I, in other words, how do I say this? It's like, I don't think that it's only like we have phones, the phones control us. And therefore these people are able to enact, um, you know, various great reset type plans that they uh, have been aiming to do for a while. I think it's also that digitalization basically disrupted the uh, kind of just like, uh, the reality of the sort of televisual, the television driven world before it and created a lot of destabilization where the old kind of distinctions and stuff didn't make a lot of sense, right? Trump is a really good example of this. Someone didn't fit into the paradigm very well. And I think Hmm. when that happens, right, people's natural response um, is to sort of uh, try to scapegoat somebody, basically, try to blame them for everything. And then that process would sort of create a new culture that would, you know, then lead to peace and, you know, whatever, et cetera. But I just think for various reasons, that doesn't really work anymore. And so I think the Gates kind of conspiracy element and these underlying social factors, I think there's some way in which those things came together to create what we're experiencing right now, which is a combination of a sort of genuine moment of sort of cultural breakdown as a a new global kind of culture emerges combined with various efforts to both monetize that system and sort of preserve the existing power structure in the face of these momentous technologically driven changes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That I, I don't know. I, I got respect for the guy. I read a bunch of his stuff. And in the end of the day, it was kind of just like, you know, it didn't really add anything that I, you know, I, I don't want to 
like offer a huge critique or anything, but I, I just, I, one of my pet peeves is when people are clearly really talented writers and very smart, but they just argue like for the null hypothesis or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's clearly not what's really going on. And a lot of the, what's cool about the internet these days is like your, your audience will put you in check, you know, like you were yeah, talking oh, with, yeah. like, with, with Trump and the vaccine when he was shelling it and everyone started booing him kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of that scenario. Right. And so I do see that because I was reading his comment section on the Substack, and it was like, man, like, like, seems like every, like, seems like two thirds of them are like, nah, dude, fuck you. You're wrong. Kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. But I, I do want to, yeah. You go ahead. So sorry. I just wanted to no, clarify no. that, like, I, I really do, that, that for me at least, I don't think from anyone here really, it's not meant really is a, you know, it, at best, this is like a sort of friendly critique. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think that guy's yeah, incredibly, yeah. Um, honestly, I think he's one of the most, in my opinion, he's a really valuable voice sort of on this front because he yeah. articulates a few things that are some of the most critical things really in a way that is so clear, particularly Absolutely. with regards to the vaccination, which is such a difficult subject for people to kind of broach. It's like the one thing that's really forbidden, you know? Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to clarify that because I do think that's very important. No, hundred percent. I, cause I, I remember thinking the same thing and, and, uh, yeah. you know, like I, and I've come for a lot of people when, when, when people, a lot of like people that are like, like science, like big time into science, um, and the whole science aspect of it and can't see the social issue of it. They think when you say that certain things are evil, they think it's like an eighties movie where the guy is like, Oh no, that's so-and-so he works for evil corp. And it's like just some guy. And there's a factory going where only evil is made. That's the product. And like, there's nothing going on. And it's like, no, there are certain things. And and, you know, this is a whole nother, you know, philosophical question that I'm not really trying to get into, but like, no, I I just mean like evil goes hand in hand with like good business to me. Like it's not, it's not like you can, you can still just show like, 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 let's say like the facts, the vaccine that comes out, you know I mean? It's being shilled in an absolute evil way. Many such cases too, right? It's not the first one to do that, but it's, this is, has the room Raiders black light on it where you can see all the secret stains on the wall, like from (laughs) MTV, like this guy, we we see it now in real time more than any other disease uh, that came out. And the, the thing about, sorry for that metaphor, but uh, the, 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 the thing about this is like this is a product that like itself like I think is evil, but like if it was just at Walgreens and everybody knew exactly what was happening, I wouldn't say that it was evil the way that it was being rolled out, right? It's just the yeah. fact that it's like it's a product I would never have, just like a certain brand of food I'd never buy. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that food. Yeah, like, sure. Uh, fuck it. If you buy it, you're lame. You know, I'll just make a joke like that, whatever. But yeah. this is being mandated. This is being uh this is tearing families apart. I mean, this is families are asking you to do medical things, put cotton swabs up your nose just to go see you for a holiday that you took for granted every single year <laughs> as just a time you got to see your family, you yeah. know, and um, that I guess to wrap that all up, like like that's the evil part of all this. Like when people can't see that, oh, it's not evil, man. This is just the way shit goes. It's like, well, yeah, then it's evil. Like, you know, what I mean, the way shit goes is evil. I don't like it. it why is it? It's so weird for like the real science brain people. And again, this is not a critique of Eugipius. This is a critique of just anybody who has that argument. Yeah, um, I, I probably couldn't go toe for toe to toe for that guy with anything. Even if I felt I was right, he'd probably be able to, uh, you know, serve me and that kind of stuff. But um, that that is where I'm at is like, no man, like we roll out things in the most evil ways. Like even if the product itself was, like I said, if it was, a, if it was a choice, then I wouldn't care, honestly. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, sure. 
yeah, like I'm into a bunch of esoteric health stuff and I like having the freedom to choose what I put in my body and experiment and shit. If you want to experiment with mRNA, you should have that right. You know, when, I mean, clearly I think you're probably not being told the whole story on it and you probably would reconsider if you knew the history of it and, you know, it was just sold to you like a fucking advertisement, yeah. but Hey, go for it. You know, it's a, it's a it would deal, be like if know? everybody had to watch Samantha B to keep their job. You know what I mean? Or like, no, like, seriously, it's like, it's That'd be it's, worse. Than the yeah. Yeah. I know. Give, me, give me the two, give me the two Pfizer's. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, uh, the, uh, you know I'm saying? Like, it, it's like, like I said, like, I would rather it was, it was what we said before. Like, it's like, okay. It seems like only the most upper scale, like ultra, these amps go to 11 libtards, like would those people are the only ones who consume that content. And I think the only people that would have got the vaccine would be like people over 80 and like super libtards, right? If we left it up to a choice, right? Even regular working class liberals that worked all during the pandemic, I think a lot of them wouldn't have got vaccinated. Truly. I don't think they would. No one. Yeah. No, no one's really that worried. Honestly, most people just aren't that just aren't that worried about it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and so yeah. So uh man, I, I appreciate you coming on, man. That was really good. I, I think we'll have to yeah, we'll you. have to do this again sometime. I, I like the I like that you're down to go uh a little bit on the on the COVID stuff and then a lot on the philosophical stuff because like I don't think we do enough of that. Um and it's and it's good. And I, I hate yeah, it's one of these things where like we I feel like we talk about this virus all the time, but like we and manage to have a different conversation about it every time, which is really good. Yeah, um, yeah, that's great. It's like a background. It's like a it's like a film podcast, like where it's like a film's in the background of your discussion, but it, this is always this is just a virus in the background of our discussion. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's literally <laughs> in my house. This is a live look in of my house. Yeah. There's an Omicron variant behind me. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, yeah. So, um, do you do you write anything? Do you, are you just are you just a Twitter? Are you just you just are you, are you just a tweeter? Do you write anything? I, I, Substack? I, or I, 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 you don't have any of that. I'm so used to I, I, nothing. No podcast. No, I mean, I, um, I, uh, a friend of mine, um, I published a few things on his blog, uh, outsider theory. And I'm actually, I am writing something out for that now, cool. but I, you know, cool. I just, I don't, yeah. So I'm going to, I'll tweet about that hopefully in the, in the near future, but no, I'm really just on Twitter, um, at the, at the moment, but Bird. you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. Well, well, great discussion. Follow, follow him on Twitter. Uh, you let me get your handle right here. You're at fitness feelings and that's with a Z at the end. And, um, and yeah, no, great, great talk, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Right back at you. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. This'll yeah. be uh this will be our Christmas episode. The way this works out, this will be released the week of, uh, of Christmas, I believe. So, oh, yeah. um, I uh, could, could, we're talking about holidays and separating the family. So go see your family guys. Go see your family. Yeah. Don't, don't, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing it. I'll go through the little hula hoops. I don't care. Nothing, nothing's, you know, and there's really nothing I won't do except get the damn shot to go see my family. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, all, that's, all, that's, that's it for me, guys. So I'm yeah. at Glenn Rockney. He's at CryptoSci. Follow at Fitness Feelings. Uh, follow at Rare Candy Pod One. Uh, everybody have a safe holidays. Uh, or, you know, and Merry Christmas, too, if you celebrate Christmas. All right, guys. Mm-hmm.